We're talking about the Internet of Things. It's connecting billions and billions of devices. Some people say by 2020 we'll have 50 billion. Some say 100 billion. I don't think anybody really knows for sure. But what's important is sensors are getting attached, embedded into everything, and data is coming in volumes and droves and tsunamis. Who is capturing it? Who is mining it? Where is it coming from? One question is, where are these devices? Where are these sensors? We're going to talk today about something called spatial analytics, which is at the heart of GIS technology, global information systems. And we're going to answer some of these questions and more, giving a context to what in the world is going on with IoT. I will welcome Robert Godfrey, Data Analytics Manager, Research and Development at Florida Crystals, Steve Benner, Senior Advisor at Cybertech Software and Systems, Inc., Leandro Rodriguez, General Manager, Americas for ESRI, and a colleague of his at ESRI, Doug Carroll. Implementation is everything. Uh, Big data, IoT data is very messy. Um, Usually it's just going to be raw locations uh, and timestamps. It may have other attributes if we're we're talking about like uh, heavy industry, temperature, moisture, and speed and exhaust tagged on to that information. Um, And processing and filtering out uh, that data in real time um, is going to be extremely valuable uh, to anybody, any business that needs to, to find quick insights from uh, a gigantic data lake. A lot of the uh, data that comes from these sensors through the IoT backbone uh, into your business systems or your database or your data lake or wherever it happens to go is, uh, you know, there's a couple of things about it. First, a lot of it is almost boring, <laughs> irrelevant. Uh, you've got something coming from a machine that's at, you know, running at uh, 70 degrees day after day, night after night, never has a problem. Well, that's interesting data, maybe, but it's much more interesting if there's a spike in it. Um, th- so filtering this data uh, and providing it to your um, analysis tool is, you know, really important. And GPS is a good example. I'm sure we've all been using our phone before and, you know, the GPS mm-hmm. has put us 20, 30, 40 yards from where it should be. Not a big deal when you're trying to find the local Starbucks, but it could be a big deal when you're trying to uh, figure out if you need to, uh, you can dig a hole in the ground and not run into a gas pipe, right? So mm-hmm. using the GIS to help you uh, validate, if you will, the data streaming in from these uh, IoT sensors is important. And and the other thing, and and it's sort of related to what I said before, location is a magnet for data. So that particular sensor or that particular person, for that matter, with their cell phone is somewhere, and that somewhere has a lot of characteristics and some environmental characteristics, uh, like Robert said, you know, temperature, humidity, all of these kind of things. Uh, There may be some uh, demographic uh, data, like I'm sitting right, right here in this town. The way I, I would describe it is how you, how you understand or how we understand GIS. So as a system, is, is basically three systems in one. It's a system of records where you store the data, you store information. It's mm-hmm. a system of um, um, insights that allows you to understand and analyze that information, and it's a system of engagement that allows you to communicate through the uh, language of geography. And enabling subject matter experts to do their job and do analysis is, I think, fundamental 
to building a, a system that's going to tie together GIS and IoT. I want to thank our four panelists, Robert Godfrey at Florida Crystals, Steve Benner at CyberTech, Software and Systems, Leandro Rodriguez, and Doug Carroll at ESRI. Here's my call to action. Fasten your seatbelt wherever you are. Maybe there's a sensor in your seatbelt now. What are you waiting for? Go out and be a game changer today. 